It's just about that time of the week. Time for the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello, one and all. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Weebs Podcast. I am Crimson, and we are going to be talking... What are we talking about? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about the anime assignment. Uh, also, to let everyone know, Crimson has been caught up to speed on what are you talking about is from, a.k.a. The Big Les Show, a.k.a. Drugs. Mood. How so? You met uh, Big Josh, our six foot five South African friend. Yeah. Did the wedding photos. Yeah. Um, he's the one that introduced us to the Big Les Show, and described it as made by drug addicts, for about drug addicts, <laughs> for drug addicts. <laughs> also, all that animation was on a Microsoft Paint. <laughs> I can see that. So, welcome to the Big Les Show. May I take your order, please? <laughs> Uh, Take order, please. God, that that fucking movie. Dude, where's my car? Chinese fun, man. Anyways, we're going to be talking about last week. Sweet, what does mine say? (laughs) Dude, what does mine say? Sweet, (laughs) what does mine... Uh, We're going to be talking about last week's anime assignment, which is Tiger and Bunny Season 2. Zario, you assigned it. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and... Hop us into it. Yeah. So little bunny. Little bunny. Uh, so as you guys know, uh, I've been going through and doing like next parts or next seasons of shows that uh, any one of us have assigned previously in the podcast. So this time was Tiger and Bunny, which I'm so happy about. Yeah, I because I uh, enjoyed the first season. I loved the show. You know, going into it and season two was incredible even better than than season one was um i I did watch like a recap of the first season which was super helpful uh before before going into it um and uh uh, i will say before we like get into like our, our big round table discussion one of the things i want to point out is uh was fairly impressed with the uh with i would say most of the 3d models in this season sometimes they look weird mostly on uh on the fire dude when he's in his suit yeah his fire emblem fire emblem yeah Uh, the, the 3d models look best when you can't see like mouths and in fire emblem his mouth just looks so weird when it moves, when he's 3D. Okay, do you guys? Um, do you guys plan on watching the movies at all? No. Probably. Okay. I don't care if you spoil anything. No. I don't have anything. Okay. Well, you, the uh, the character that does the fire fire emblem was that his name? No, uh-huh. it is. Yeah. Goes through some really cool character shit that you used to get to see in the second movie, if I remember correctly. That involves basically the guy put him in power to deal with his like life conflict that he has to overcome and it basically brought him back to his past where he was being bullied for who he was being uh 
or they were. I can't remember exactly if what his or their whole spiel was, but it was just him being bullied for who he was, mm-hmm. and then coming back from it, and then being like, yo, I'm me, motherfucker, and we're powerful, and then, yeah, it was a really fucking cool moment. You, really yeah. good, really good moment for that character. Nice. I will say, I agree. I did not. I wasn't a big fan of the uh, animation, like the three D models when they were in their hero forms. No, I'm saying generally, I'm impressed. I had very few problems with them. I think it was better than season one. I was not a huge fan of it either. Yeah, it was. It's better better than other shows we've watched. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah. It was still like Ruby. Anybody who mildly listens to this podcast knows how much I complain about three D models. I'm not wrong. So. Uh, you know, I I will give compliments where they're deserved. I thought the show. Deserves. I thought the show was, the season was better than season one in my opinion. So good. I will say, I personally liked part one of the season with the brothers more than I did part two, with just the crazy guy who was let out. Oh yeah. But like, I know that there was the whole. It was an overarching story of everything that mm-hmm. was tied in um, but I still I thought the the part one with the brothers was like cool as hell and I wish that they either stuck around longer or were like played a bigger role if that makes sense their role was pretty big though yeah I just wish they were I just wish they were there longer than they were and that we got you know we I wish we got to see more of them mm-hmm there's a couple things I want to talk about what I do not like about the show first before I go into what I love about it yeah. first thing I have the same grievance as to what Crimson just had that I feel like those two particular people were way better villains than what was happening in the end mm-hmm. per se second thing I do feel like there were a lot of plot points that were going on in the second season yes a lot agreed and even the overarching yeah. plot wasn't necessarily still there it was there, but, like, it wasn't the best, in a sense, in my opinion. The third thing I hate, I don't think we're going to get more of the show. I'm not entirely sure. But I hate how we didn't get to know even more about the criminal organization that we're fighting about. They are why I'm fairly certain we're going to keep getting more Tiger and Bunny. Because, but didn't uh, those two retire now? Because they lost their power. That doesn't no. necessarily mean they have to retire. Tiger is retiring... Bunny straight up said that he's staying on as a hero. Tiger is retiring as far as we know. Right we now. know right now. He yes. still wants to be a hero and do anything in his capacity to help people. Is he probably still going to try and fight crime? Yes, one hundred percent. I feel like he might become a cop and become a detective. Or he'll, I could see that. Or he'll take up some type of mentorship role at the Hero Academy. Mm-hmm. There's that possibility. Or if he trains Kaede and Kaede becomes Bunny's new partner. That's where I'm thinking. I'm I'm not sure how much longer Bunny's also going to be a superhero, because I don't feel like Bunny. I feel like Bunny's going to take on Tiger Suit for the rest of the the if it continues. Yeah. To keep the Tiger and Bunny team together, so it still feels like they're partners. <coughs> but because of his leg injury and they don't know what's fucking happening, it's just going to keep getting worse. But he says he could deal with it, but it's still progressively getting worse. He's probably not going to be a hero for that much longer. Mm-hmm. Which uh, sucks. I have a theory about what season three could possibly bring. I feel like they'll do, a mo- like, towards the beginning, they'll do a scene or something where Tiger is still out in the field trying to do what he can, and he dies at the beginning, and then we get a time jump to, like, maybe 
like maybe a couple years or so to a slightly older Kaede trying to take her father's foot like take the mantle of like where her father was and try and catch the organization. Can you imagine if the last person she touched was her father and refuses to touch anybody else so she that just would keeps be her a good power. That would be a good uh plot point. Unfortunately the show already turned that down yeah. because Kaede can only copy a power once. That's why her power that's, Oh that's, that's right. one of her weaknesses. She has two weaknesses. She can't control it. Because we because literally any next that touches her can just her. touch her regardless. Yeah. Yep. But she only copies it once, so she can never take hundred power from her dad again. But she can take it from, from Bunny. Else. From Bunny, once until she gets touched again. Now, if she took hundred power from anybody, she needs to track down LL Aldoon. That guy's fucking hundred power is fucking crazy. Yeah. I was happy that he got showed, but also I feel like it wasn't as cool as I would wanted it to be for him coming back. I I actually really liked him because, um, like, he is he's mostly just there to be a wall, and he was a great fucking wall. But also, I actually liked that uh, he stopped to think about the rampage that he was on, and he was yep. like, you know what? I'm fairly certain none of those guys I beat up were actually bad guys. Also, we never know what happened to him either. He probably went back to prison. We got, don't know that. We don't, but he was he was tied up and was surrounded by cops. And, oh, uh, we do know that because the cops, ha they say that they have to have a special uh, mech carry him away. Oh, wait, well, I'm thinking of the different thing. I forget. He didn't escape to help those people because that one guy did his power on him. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, he went, again. he went berserk and amplified. Do you guys think that Tiger's power is actually completely gone? No. No. I think it'll come back. I think it wore off so fast because he can only use his power for a minute, so he was only as an X for a minute. Mm -hmm. I feel like he said it was less than a minute when he had his power. I'm just saying, like, he could only... His power had withered to the point that he can only use it for, like, around a minute. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons his time as an X when he was berserk was so short, too. Well, we also don't know if Bunny's going to continue being a hero either because he's not for sure if his power outfit's still there. Because he technically didn't take the test again because he was unqualified, but... As a plot point, he will still be a hero. We're not 100% sure, though. Because no. in order to be a hero, you have to have those requirements. And as of right now, he does not have those requirements. He was just thinking he did mm -hmm. because of the last attack he did. <laughs> Which he used with his same leg that he had hurt. Right. So he could have just made it even more worse. Yeah, but shit's gonna happen in season three, whenever that is. That's gonna force both of them into the fold, regardless of the state of their bodies or powers. I'm really interested to find out more about more about Ouroboros. Ouroboros, Ouroboros. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't seen anything near like the actual upper echelon. We still of know the group. practically dick about it. Yeah, I thought the lady was one of the top people, and then yeah. she got offed. And she doesn't even know who the top people are because yeah. she even sees them as just like silhouettes and only knows them as number one, number two, and number three. Yeah. yeah. But like, also, who called in the order for the cop to just drive off well, the I edge? Know. I know, yeah. but how like he's just like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, he's just completely. Okay, let's go. He's just completely ignoring what the 
uh, with the guy taking the back. Yeah, he's just like he's a good character though. That power is fucking broken. Yeah, Um, it's crazy. How did you guys like the buddy system in this? I feel like that was one of the best things that the show could have done. I agree. I liked it. I just hated it so much. They kept calling them buddies. Yeah. After a while, it got it just got old. It's a buddy cop show though. They're just keeping it real. Yeah, but buddy cop shows, they don't normally call... You're my buddy! <laughs> There's a thing in the military called the buddy system that is referred to that all the fucking time. That is true. I, I just thought it was a little cheesy. Uh, it is cheesy. The show's but cheesy! It, but it's a superhero show, so it has to be a little cheesy. I don't know. I kind of liked hearing uh, between the Tiger and Bunny, of course, and then also Mr. Black and He is Thomas. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I always liked those two groups be like we're buddies buddy <laughs> it's, it's i feel like if they didn't do this we would not have gotten as much character development we would have so mm-hmm. much character because development. if they weren't weren't buddies we wouldn't we would not have gotten the amount of character development we had guaranteed it's oh no absolutely mm-hmm. i agree with you 100 percent um the stuff with uh kid and or uh oh look look Kid and cat. Kid and cat. That's what it was. Fuck the mom. I get mm-hmm. it, but fuck the mom. Well, yeah. she wasn't entirely wrong either with her thinking, too. No. I mean, like, no, she was right. Yeah. That's why I said, like, I get it, but also... Um, fuck it. That was... There was, yeah, there was a lot of... Was it Oxen... Is it Oxen Origami? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love their partnership a lot, too, especially when we had that conflict between Origami Cyclone's name... Uh, yeah. And when Ox was asking Origami for ideas for presents and he was getting it for the producer lady, which I was like, for oh Agnes. my god, yes, please, I want to see this, but we didn't get to see it. Uh, it was upsetting a little bit. That was, that was so hilarious. Funny. Give me the present in person. Well, actually, it's for Agnes. I just think she's so cool. And then he asks him again, uh, so what do you, what would, what would you want? Food oh, is this another present for Agnes? Oh my god, forget it. <laughs> I really liked the growth we saw from the pairings because they all made each other better. Yeah, Ryan still kind of annoyed the shit out of me, but I will say, I did not like Thomas or Mister Black. Really, I liked them a lot. I liked them too. Thomas was, re- they got a lot better at the end. Thomas is just emo, Barnaby. He just annoyed the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> like I can't trust it. Okay, I get it, but also like you had. That as a plot point so many times that it got aggravating. I will say in your defense that you can't trust anybody in the shit with him and Mr. Black. Like we're just so minute things that oh, that yeah. kind of pissed me off. Like I can't trust He's you because you fucking bumped into me or you let this guy get away. Like the fuck, man. Yeah. Like that was fuck, that pissed me off. A little I bit. did like hit slash hitters. Mm-hmm. I thought that was funny. Um. I just like that his superhero name is He is Thomas. And when people brought it up, he was like, I didn't get to pick it. <laughs> I love their suits. Yeah, their suits are sick. I also like how they introduced like Power Rangers slash Sailor Moon transformations for Tiger and Bunny for their mm-hmm. for their suits now. <laughs> yeah. That was fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, overall, I mean, overall, this show was... Uh, this season was, like I said, it, I liked it much better than I liked season one. I did not like season one. It was a struggle for me. I didn't like how one of the powers that Coyote stole 
Kai Kai Kaede. Yeah. Made her chin look like a nutsack. That was her friend's power. Yeah, I didn't like that power. Well, her friend kept talking about how her power got her bullied. Yeah, it sucks. It so, really does. You know, it kind of checks out. As soon as she did, when she was floating in the air, I I said to myself, I was like, oh, I, I could see why her friend got made fun of. Yep. It was like a giant nutsack. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be like the a frog thing. Yeah. But, yeah, I get you. Also... Lunatic's backstory. Oh yeah, I lunatic to talk about in him. general. Lunatic in I general. Love lunatic. I also want to know where the fuck he was coming from when he said Thanatos all the time. Like, who the fuck is Thanatos? It's the Thanatos. Greek god of the dead. Yeah. Okay. Or of death. Yeah. He was confused. He meant to say Thanos toes because oh, he's been yeah, hearing getting feet pics from Thanos. I was yeah. really sad that he killed himself. Yeah. I mean, he was already badly injured. I wish it would have been like revealed to them who he was. I think they, they did saw see it. it. saw it at the end. I, I didn't hear them make like a quote about it though. They Because oh, they called him yeah. lunatic again. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's who he was. I feel like they saw his face and they just didn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah, his mask broke. They saw it. Yeah, for sure. They were looking him right in the eyes. I would have liked an acknowledgement oh, about sure. it. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I wanted to know like what the fuck was in the background of that though? Like they were in like the undercity and it looked like he burned something before he went down <laughs> oh you know in the background it looked like yeah. all that shit was on blue and green fire yeah what the, the fuck there was, was like that? that giant building I don't know I think it was just I think it was just like that I think that was just part of the city I don't think that was him he was just kind of like looking over you know cause he, he was like uh his flames he was just kind of like jetting down kind of hmm. to get to where he was like when he was just standing there looking at the scene scenery, it looked like he was standing there menacingly. Literally, it just looked kind of like he did something. I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. I did like that was a his whole co- what happened to his mom made me so fucking sad. With those fucking burglars, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to make cookies for her son. Facts. And the whole season, I was like, why is this guy turning into lunatic? What the fuck is going on? I was getting kind of pissed off because I wanted him to show up in the show, mm-hmm. and he finally did. And I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> well, it. and it's like you know he's gonna because he's in the opening. So it looks like that they went to the like hero building, where they had like the hall of heroes or whatever. Because that guy broke in and stole his armor back. Uh the really big heavy hitter guy. Do you have it pulled up? Yeah, Abdul. I think his name was. Because so if you look, yeah, one sec. It looks like it looks yeah. like the mask of the building of well, the that, Hall that, of Heroes. That's, that's one that's of the Atlas statues that hold up the the levels of the city. Oh, the, those statues are all over the city. They hold up the different, but that's what he's talking about. That big building. Yeah, it looks on like, fire. It looks like he's just set it on fire. But he's so far away from that. There's but his a, flames are green. They're blue and green. And blue. But. But yeah, that's not his because yeah, he's so far. There's an entire yeah. there's an entire giant lake separating them, and that's yeah. like in the center of the city. I They're wonder what so that could have been away. though. I have no idea. It looks cool. It does. It's beautiful scenery. Facts. But um, which the the city they live in looks really cool. Uh, as Final Fantasy VII taught me, it's a bad idea to have uh, cities plated on top of each other, but. Yep. But whatever. I will say that it's surprising when they said it was in the United States. North Carolina. Uh, uh, I guess I didn't even think about that. For some reason, I just... 
assumed it was like a like an alt world thing. This is in North Carolina in like the 1980s. <laughs> I do need to get back into playing Crisis Core because I got the remake for Crisis Core. Oh, seven. That's dope. I need to get back into playing it. I've I've also got Hogwarts Legacy recently, and I've been binging the fuck out of Are it. Are you gonna become an evil Hufflepuff? Uh, no, I'm becoming evil Ravenclaw. My house. I'm already a Ravenclaw. My house is Ravenclaw, so. Dude, the whole the whole point of my game is to become Hufflepuff, one of the good guys, and just turn evil. Yeah, that's my plan. The the if only I, house with no evil wizards. When I finish evil. my PC, there's a mod you can get for the game. When do you finish yeah, it? There's a mod you can get for your. When you finish Naruto, fuck off. Uh, when you get the you can get this mod that makes it so you can use a bad Kadabra basically infinitely and not have a cooldown on it. Fucking ba 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 ba. Levi also saw a video <laughs> recently that Harry was about to get fucking murdered by Draco Malfoy's father when the scene happened. He was about to use a Vada Kadabra on Harry Potter when he gave Dobby the stock. Yeah. I did not realize that until I saw a video. He's like, <laughs> and then Dobby was like, fuck no, bitch. I was like, oh fuck, dude, Dobby's about to smoke too, homie. Fuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Especially in the books. I mean, yeah, no idea. I just learned uh, the Crucio curse. So I just learned my first of the three curses. Are you going to use them? Oh, I've already started using Crucio. God, you're evil. Yes! Horrendously so. I'm going to have a whole page specifically for my curses, because you get, like, different pages of spell slots that you can put into your thing. One of them's going to be specifically for those. Kat and I may have logged in on my account onto your PS5 and started playing one yesterday. <laughs> oh, for Hogwarts? Yeah. Eh, fair enough. We made a transgender student as a fuck you to uh, J.K. Rowling. The barkeep uh, at the Three Broomsticks is trans. Mm. And I appreciate the fuck out of it. Neat. Yep. Yeah. I can't remember what exactly I named it. I named it them something real fucking stupid. <laughs> J.R.R. Fuck me, ooh. Fuck me, You remember that guy? Uh, we were really drunk. No, when I we were at, When we were at Oh, yeah, for Bloodborne. <laughs> your Bloodborne character. I made an Indian Albert Einstein. Yeah. And I didn't know a name, so I made him Fuck Me Ulu. <laughs> He's died a lot. It's very depressing. I can imagine. It's Bloodborne. We made Jake keep it. Yeah. That also sounds about right. You should try again. I did. Oh, great. Did not. That far. <laughs> Did not work. I asked, was like, farther. No. Oh. I asked, was like, I get farther than this? And I go down. Do I have to? Is that the first boss I have to fight when we saw him fight it? He's like, Yeah. I was like, Fuck. I'm not going to beat that thing. Oh, you guys want to see a funny video we made? Yes. Of course. You've seen it. I sent it to you and Erica. I got fucking told. Oh, in the chat? Night. Oh, yeah. If you would have been there last Saturday, I fucking threw up in his toilet so much. <laughs> All I gotta ask though is, do you believe in unicorns? No. <laughs> he knows exactly. I know exactly. <laughs> oh, you told me you were doing this. Turn up the volume. Oh yeah, you were saying something about this. Do you believe in unicorns? Cause. <laughs> Can you post it on TikTok? I'm really tempted to. Do it. That's awesome. Oh my god! That, that, when we do, decide to have a Patreon, when we get more people into our podcast, that we should gotta be, just that should be a like Patreon that. exclusive video. <laughs> yeah. So when he sent that, 
or when that video was being sent over, Erica was talking with Kat, and I was in the shower, and Frenchie was like, you need, I need you both to watch this right now, so I poked my head out from the shower, Erica played the video, I was crying. Did you get the wheeze? Very close. How did that not get the fucking wheeze? It got, like, white noise. But I don't know. Like I said, like, the wheeze is apparently very hard to get. Did you did you do it while it was on your head? No. Why not? Depressing. You could it doesn't stick super well. Could have um, been a new term of skull fucking. Exactly. <laughs> Face fucking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New meaning of giving head. There it is! That's a good one. Thank you. Oh, God. Call me a dickhead. Yep. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> I was really happy how in the second season that Coyote and her dad patched the relationship up after she found out he was a hero. Yep. Yes. They bonded better. I also really liked that he wasn't against her becoming a hero. You just had a lot to think about about it. And that makes sense as a parent. Yep. Apparently. Mm -hmm. You know, after seeing that clip of his mom where she like held her hands so tight she got scars on her hands, Yeah. I, I held my fist like that. I was like, how the fuck is that possible? I tried uh, squeezing. I was like, I couldn't. You, when you uh, first saw Akito in Fruits Basket? Yeah, I've made marks on my hand. I can't get that, that far down like that. Oh, you need, you need longer nails, I guess. I can't, dude. I just don't think I can close my fist that hard. I don't know. I guess I've never been that anxious or angry. I guess, I don't know. Yeah, take it all, baby. Exactly. I'm trying, what, what was you guys' least favorite thing about this season? The animation. The 3D animation. You say the same thing about Ruby when you watch it? Nope. Um, Volume 9 just came out Saturday. I was so happy. <laughs> do, 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 yeah. do, do, do. Um, sometimes it just felt like there was a little too much going on. Mm. I thought the beginning of the season was a little slow because they were trying to dip, like introduce the buddy system and everything like that. Yeah. Um, also fair. There were some side plots like um, the stuff with Fire Emblem and Sky High, like why they weren't getting along, and then Sky High oh. was like a little salty about it. And I'm like, it's fine, but like there was like an entire episode devoted to it. Sure. And I'm like, I don't care about either of these characters enough. But also, the part that I think I hated the most was hearing Gara and Naruto talk, and it not being Gara and Naruto. So, here's the, you know, and and we talked about it a little bit in our little in our group chat, uh, where Gara's voice is already like a deep kind of mannish voice, and can fit a plethora of characters. Like that's the same voice he uses for War. The Horsemen of the Apocalypse and Darksiders, you know, but for the Naruto voice, it's literally just twelve-year-old Naruto's voice. Well, that's just how Melee Flanagan talks. Yeah, but like in uh, in Naruto Shippuden, you know, she lowers her voice a little bit because Naruto is like uh, older, so she could do different voices. But because that's just her like her normal voice. All I could hear was a child. Not not a grown-ass woman. See, I just heard a cr crotchety old lady. <laughs> just because of the character design, I think. 
I couldn't I couldn't uh, uh, get past the voice long enough to for my brain to even comprehend the character design. Just like, nope, that is just Naruto. And then Gold Ryan was Kabuto. That's why I recognize that voice. Mm-hmm. The voice cast is littered yeah. with amazing VAs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stacked. I wouldn't say that this show particularly had, like, their, you know, best performances, but certainly not bad performances. No, I was pretty happy about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even fucking uh, Kotetsu, mm-hmm. while Tiger is played by the same guy that voices Renji in Bleach. Sweet, but like it's a who's who of fucking names. Oh yeah, it did. It changes too from I think season one to season two, and in the movies, like it's all it's all different sometimes. So I didn't know who's voiced what and what. Yeah. Um. So in Tiger Bunny two, uh, Kotetsu is Wally Wingert, who's Renji. Yuri Lowenthal played Barnaby in both seasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue Rose is Carrie Walgren. Liam O'Brien's lunatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sky High is Patrick Seitz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple. Uh, Dragon Kid is Cassandra Lee Morris, who is um, Leafa in SAO. She's mm-hmm. also got some other roles. Um, Origami Cyclone is Michael Saturnkalos. But um, most of us would know him as uh, Taki. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Your name? Yeah. Uh, Robbie Damon is Mr. Black. Uh, Liam O'Brien is Lunatic. Who's Mr. Black? Uh, Robbie Damon. I know I recognize the name. Let me just scroll through really quick. Um, He's had a couple other recent roles, I believe. Like, he was in Bubble as one of the major characters, I believe. He's Kirkonos in The Legend of Vox Machina. Draconos? I haven't seen Whatever, that. I don't... Oh, he's Guild Thunder. Ah! Oh, cool. And then there's some lesser-known ones, like Tara Platt and Aaron Laporte, but then Johnny Yang Bosch, Kyle McCarley. Yeah, Mati has voiced by the original voice for Mob, from Mob Psycho. Oh, shit, that's cool. Yeah. Jason Spisak is uh, Mugan, who voices... Uh, Silco, Kirk Thornton as Nikolai, DC Douglas, Darren Norris, Keith Silverstein, Maylee Flanagan. I need to watch the new episodes of Vox Machina. Those came out Friday. I need to watch those. Oh, man. oh, Robbie Damon also plays Gregory Sunshine. Oh, that's cool. Huh. That uh, that fight, that final fight with the twins, was so badass. Yeah. After they had the serum injected, and the long-haired one was literally just explosively powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with the long hair, because he's the one that could like send stuff back out. Yeah, reminded me of Black Panther's kinetic suit that Shuri oh, yeah. designed in the first movie. Yeah, it is yeah. kind of like that. Um, still Marvel. It's uh, also a lot like. Kevin Bacon's character and the uh, X-Men Origins movie. Never saw that one. Wolverine one. You never saw that one? Mm -hmm. Oh. 
Kevin Bacon plays a character who absorbs uh, energy. Oh, he's in he first can, class? Yeah, first yep. class. And then he killed someone that can learn how to do adapt to anything, which was bullshit. Yeah, and uh, like he goes to like a, a nuclear sub and just grabs onto the uranium so he could absorb it. People can't punch him because he just absorbs it. And he tosses it back. It's kind of like that. But I like how... Uh, in the first part of the the series too, the twins were built up uh, exclusively in the after credit scenes. I thought it was it was a good way to kind of. Yeah. yeah, I was wondering if you guys were like, yeah, these guys just came out of nowhere, and I was gonna be like, no, 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 no. The after credit scenes are there almost in almost every single one of them until after they die, not die, but you know they died. Yeah. Yeah, they, they do die. Yeah, them and their caretaker. Which I like that dynamic he had with them a lot. Yeah. Wasn't that also the same guy who killed Barnaby's? No. Oh. Uh, no, that dude's in prison. Barnaby's caretaker killed his parents. I want to know his, oh, that's right. what's going to happen manager. with that guy because it looks like he erased his memory, and I wonder if he can like get it back, possibly. I don't know. Uh. Do you want to get into ratings? Yeah, might as well. Mm-hmm. I will say I did rate this show from season one and season two because this is the completed series that we have as of right now. Oh, okay. That's, that's what I did anyways. Fair enough. I just rated season two. Me too. Same. You signed it. Uh, personal enjoyment, I gave a nine. I actually really liked this season a lot. Um, yeah. Animation, I gave a seven. Uh, while I do have my problems, um, it I always like to see steps in the right direction in terms of an animation style that I really do not like. So I'll take what I can get um, and give it a give it credit where it's due. Uh, character development I gave an eight. I think the buddy system really helped with that. It gave us a lot of great character moments. And also, even the the villains typically had uh, good character building moments. I thought that this season had really good focus on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, soundtrack I gave a seven. I really didn't fuck with the opening that much, uh, but both of the EDs I loved, and then the soundtrack like during the show is pretty good too. Yeah. Uh, World building, I gave a five. I thought it was okay. We didn't really learn a whole lot from, you know, the previous season. It would have gotten more points if we would have learned more about Ouroboros, but we did not. For realsies. And I don't really know if there's anything else that we, like, needed to learn about, you know? Because I don't really feel like... I don't really feel like we built new information in this season, you know? I did like the double down on the relationship between Next and normal people. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, you mentioned relationship. That reminds me of a, uh, a plot point that they threw away in this season, and it was actually a really good dece- decision, was the, uh, the Blue Rose and, and Tiger thing. 
how they decided to just throw away that plot point and and be done with it because that was a really bad plot point in season one where Blue Rose like really wanted to fuck Wild Tiger mm-hmm. yeah but anyway uh, uh, plot I gave a seven it kind of depends on where we were at in the in the season how the plot was like I said there was a lot going on kind of all the time but usually whatever was going on was pretty cool so uh, voice acting I gave I gave an eight like we were saying this, the cast is stacked and uh, you know while I was saying it's not like the, the you know gold star of all of their performances still really good uh, art style I, I gave a nine I like you know the architecture of the worlds that they live in I like all the clothes that they wear and I like most of the super suits uh, I, I, I noticed that a lot of them had a, a lot of their sponsorships changed between the seasons so that was interesting as well uh, uniqueness I gave a 7 just because I, I think that it does uh, stand out in terms of how it does the whole superhero society thing uh, against other versions of, of that and then recommendability I also gave a 7 uh, I would tell a decent amount of people to watch Tiger and Bunny probably not like everybody but like a good amount of people uh, total was 74 yeah. Uh, personal enjoyment, I gave it an 8. I really enjoyed this season more than the first one. And I liked the first one already. Uh, but I think they made a lot of nice improvements that made it, even just plot-wise, a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, animation, I gave it a 7. Um, I think there's a lot of really good, and that's one of the biggest improvements from season 1. And obviously, it's like a 10-year difference of when season 1 came out to season 2. Oh, yeah. Um, character development, I gave an 8. I also agree. I think the buddy system. But also they devoted more time to so, uh, some of the side characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved what we got to see with Ryan and his relationship with Blue Rose yeah. as partners. Because he's still kind of a dumbass. <laughs> but, like, a well-meaning dumbass. And he knows he's a dumbass, so he tries to make up for it after he figures <laughs> ha, it out. feminism! Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> soundtrack I gave a 6 I also didn't really care about the opens I thought the uh, closes were alright but I did really like the background music because it was very superhero-y yes like it had like very much a feel of like old Superman and Batman the live actions back in like the 60s and 70s oh hell yeah yeah, yeah like that kind of feel world building gave a 6 most of it was done in season one of establishing how the superhero stuff works. We didn't really need a lot, but, like, I can't give it points for, you know, not doing something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Plot, I gave a seven. I thought it was very improved from the first one, where I felt like season one was just about Barnaby and Tiger arguing for 25 episodes. (laughs) This one at least had, like, depth and them actually, like, caring about each other, and I do kind of wish someone would have died. Because I felt like that would have added even more to it if one of the heroes had been killed. Oh, yeah. I agree. That would have fucked me up. Could have been Thomas. Would not have cared. <laughs> I did like the stuff with his sister, though. Same. Me too. Yeah. Um, VA performance, I gave a six. Cass is loaded, but 
none of the performances. I thought the twins were really good. I really liked their uh, their performance by um, those two actors. Mm-hmm. And then um, art style I gave an eight. I don't the three D modeling. I'm back and forth on with this show, but the designs of the suits and the way they look is really fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I would put modeling and animation, not in design. Yeah. Um, and then uh, uniqueness, I gave it a six because there are a bunch of superhero anime out there, and this one, like the superheroes being celebrities, is kind of something we get in um, MHA. And then there was another one. I would oh. say MHA came after this in terms of when the story came out. Um, the manga for MHA, the first start of it, came out before this, though. But. Uh these heroes aren't necessarily celebrities. They're corporately owned, which is something that you don't see. That's why I didn't... I mean, I'm still giving it, like, a six, because I think it's yeah. unique enough that it stands apart. Mm-hmm. But, like, One Punch Man and MHA have those same type of, like, a superhero organization that orchestrates everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, but, like, the, the, superhero ca- society. the specific characters and the slight differences is enough for it to stand out on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, recommendability, I gave an 8. I've told people about Tiger and Bunny before, especially if they enjoy superhero shows and stuff like that. I think this is a better gateway than MHA. Just because, one, it's shorter, and two, it fits like that really cheesy type superhero shtick. Yeah. I think the one thing it kind of reminds me a lot is actually um, Love After World Domination. Yeah. The way that the uh, Power Rangers, the Gelato 5, are kind of used. And stuff like that. It reminds me a lot of that. I love it. Uh, Total, I gave it a 69. Nice. Nice. I love that score. Next, for me, this is for all of Tiger and Bunny. Right on. Um, Prison Drum at 10. I love Tiger and Bunny with a passion. Uh, I proceeded to watch all the movies, too. Uh, Animation, I gave it a 7. Character development, I gave a 9. Soundtrack, I gave a 6. World building, I gave a 7. Plot, I gave an 8. Voice action performance, I gave a 7. Arcel, I give an 8. Uniqueness, I give a 9. And recommendability, I give a 10. I will tell everybody and their family about this fucking show. For a total of 81. Yeah, I forgot as you were reading the numbers that you said like three times that it was for both seasons and you got to world building again and you gave like a 7. I was like, what? And I was it's like, still oh, yeah. not a lot. A seven's a great number, I think. It's a C minus. Yeah. Uh, personal enjoyment for me, I gave an 8. Did I, I say I was done? Okay. Crimson, would you please? Yeah, hurry up, dude. <laughs> personal enjoyment, I gave an 8. I liked this season a lot more than the first season. Uh, animation, I gave a 6. Did not like it. I still didn't like the 3D animation for the suits. Still and bothered me. And I would say that six is really high if you're saying you don't like it. Because when they weren't in, because like when they weren't in their suits, like when the, when the 3D animation wasn't complete, super obvious, I yeah. thought it was fine. Right. But then when it was super obvious, it really made it obvious. Yeah. I mean, as long as they weren't in their suits, they were 2D. Yeah. And all that stuff looked great. I felt. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I get you. Uh, Character development gave an eight. There's a lot of it. Uh, soundtrack gave a seven. That was fine. 
uh, the middle, the stuff in the middle for uh, like the actual background music, like what French said, I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. Open and close, I thought they were fine. They weren't like my favorites personally. Yeah, I liked the endings, but not so not so much the open. The first ending was like a like a nice little lo-fi thing. I did. Chill. I enjoyed that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, World building gave a five, mainly because. We got most of it in season one. There wasn't really much world building we needed in this one. Mm -hmm. uh, plot, I give a seven. Uh, it was the first half of it was good. Then the second half of the show kind of there was too much going on, and so the plot kind of got jumbled in a bit with what was actually happening. The, the plot of the show got jumbled into the everything else of the show. I should have specified. Uh, VA performance, I gave a seven. Uh, I thought it was fine. There were some good moments. There were some bad moments. Art style, I gave an eight. Uh, like again, like what French said, I really liked the, co like the designs, of the characters and the suits. Yes. Uh, just not the animation of them. Uh, uniqueness, I gave a six. Again, we've had shows similar to this. It's not too unique. Heroes of Corporations. Uh, recommendation, I gave a seven. Uh, I feel like if I'm going to recommend this show, I would probably just give them a TLDR of season one, and then just tell them watch season two. Or if they want to watch season one, they can. Uh, Other people will probably enjoy season one. Yeah, I mean, that's also fair. Uh, so the total for me is also 69. Nice. So our average is rounded down 73. Nice. Cool. We gotta put this in real quick. You dogs are excited. That's what she said. Bum bum. And bum bum. Alright. Well, that is it for our ratings for this episode. Thank you all for uh, coming and listening for this. Um, again, make sure How to do you know they came? Because they were listening to our voices. Exactly. It would be just your voice. Either way. You're the one that has been said that has the sexiest voice on this podcast. <laughs> well, thank you to whoever says that. It was my sister. Oh, thank you to <laughs> Wiki's sister. <laughs> Uh, make sure to check out check us out on Anchor. Go ahead and click that support button. It helps us out a lot. Uh, and next week's assignment, or this week's assignment for next week, is Kaguya-sama Loves War, Season 1. Dubbed and subbed are both on Crunchyroll. And we will catch you all later. What if I want to watch it in a different language? They probably have different languages. There's like 13 seasons of it uh, showing up on Crunchyroll. Jesus. Yeah! Bye-bye. Beep. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.